It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined once again by R. Von D. Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm back, baby. Oh, I missed you so much. Did you really? I miss you so much. Well, it's been a couple of weeks. Last week, uh, we had Chris Scheim filling in, talking to Punisher. The week before, I was down in Atlanta, so we took the week off from live episodes. So it's been a, it's been a dog's time. age. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Oh. And Ryan, but it's we have nice news. to be home. It is. It's nice to have you back. And we have big time news, Ryan. We do have big time news. We Huge have another news. live. We have another live show coming up April seventh at Idle Hands. We are going to preview Avengers Endgame. I couldn't be more excited. I'm super excited. It's going to be a really good time with yes. a lot of good beer, a lot of good people. Yes. What more? What really more could you ask? And uh, we teased at the end of last episode that we're going to have an announcement, and so we tweeted about it. We had a video about it. But if you if you aren't on the Twitter, we are letting you know April seventh. It's a Sunday. We're going to start around three o'clock, and. Uh, just have an episode. Nice little Just live have a time. Nice little live episode. Talk about Endgame. Our 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 hopes, our dreams, our fears. Ryan, we're really gonna <laughs> just lay it all out there on the line. We're just gonna lay it out there for all you people. I'm excited. All right, should we get to the uh, the other news? Yeah, let's hit it. We got a Big Mouth Valentine special was released on Netflix. So uh, rather than like a season three, which is coming down the road at some point, they just did like, I think it was like a 45 minute Valentine's episode. What'd you think? Yeah, uh, it was, it was decent. I thought it had some, some good jokes in there. Not enough uh, old hormone monster. He got, he got his line in though. What was the line? <laughs> uh did he do the? I think he. I believe he did. Yeah, something like something along those he lines. Did. He was uh, good. I, I could have used more of him though. The Coach Steve hormone monster. Or the, I mean, the Coach Steve's uh, fake girlfriend was nice. Yes. Yeah. Was it Reese's Reese's Witherspoons or something like that? W- Werther's original spoon. I forget what it is. <laughs> she was a bad, yeah, it, like it wasn't. It wasn't like their best episode, but it wasn't the worst. You know, it was. No. It was pretty good. Uh, I think there were some people who were complaining that there was too many musical numbers. I think there was just enough. Yeah, I think it was fine. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't mad about that. I like when they check in with the ladybug, like the, <laughs> when he's just like that talking be, about what's going on. He's I'm listening to the ladybug. I'm like, that's Rich's new impression is the ladybug <laughs> from Big Mouth. I'll, I'll get there. Although I don't know if that one could get me in trouble. There's certain, there's certain ones now that you just probably got to avoid. I feel like. Hormone monster we can do. There's nothing wrong with doing a hormone monster impression. No, yeah, some of the, some wrong of the other ones are kind of towing the line, maybe, you know? Maybe. If you're not, if you're not Nick Kroll, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it was good, and so that's, that's available to you. Because it's Valentine's week, Ryan. Did I mention that? It's Valentine's. It's coming up in a couple of days. It is. You know, that's why we're doing the, the topic du jour, which we will get to. Yeah, this is a big market tease. It is. We're just so, so go nowhere. Keep it, keep it locked. Rip, rip the knobs off if you're listening to us right now. Ryan, we got a uh, an Aladdin trailer, the live action <laughs> Aladdin, which is very uh, something. It's it's something. It's a movie yeah. that's being made or has been uh, made. I like the casting of Jasmine. I'll say that. <laughs> and we got Hunky Jafar. Don't sleep on him. Jafar might be too hot. They were saying is a yeah. big problem. When they released some of the images, they thought Jafar. Too many people were going to side with the villain because he is wildly attractive. I was thinking about the original Aladdin recently uh, with all of this news. And here's my question to you. Okay. How is it that Iago talks, but Raja doesn't? Well, Iago's a bird. I understand. Birds talk, Ryan. I don't know if you've, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever come across a bird that talks. Yeah, it is true. They do. They'll, they'll yap it up with you. They'll tell a joke. You know, they'll, they'll repeat you a little bit. They'll ask for a cracker. Stuff oh, they'll like tell that. you to pound sand or something. You they, know, tell some you of them are rude. Some of them are kind of nasty. Yeah. But yeah, Raja doesn't, neither does uh, uh, Aladdin's monkey, uh, Apu. Abu. Abu. He doesn't say shit. He just kind of, but, but Aladdin can understand him. It's almost like a droid. Yeah, kind of, yeah. You know, he just kind of squeaks and squawks, but he knows what he's saying. He knows what he's <laughs> saying. And he's in this. Uh, but re- really, Ryan, and I did, a, uh, I did a trailer breakdown on the YouTube. I saw um, it. The real talking point happens to be Will Smith's genie. But, oh, my God. Something's amiss there. 
Something's just not right. And you think with all this money that Disney has that they could spring for some decent CGI? Because that's the problem is like with any if you take any Disney movie and you're like we're gonna make it live action you're like uh first of all I don't think you have to but second of all have you really thought this all the way through and they like, haven't because you can actually no. see if you look at it you can actually see like the outline of his face yeah it's really bad it's terrible it's like they just they painted him up blue he's got the same haircut and like the goatee. But like that's a that was a cartoon and like yeah, it, looked, right. it was crazy but it was cool because it was a cartoon like you can't that's like they're gonna do Little Mermaid live action at some point and then when they have like Ursula they're gonna be like oh wait a minute and it's gonna be just off although yeah, genie like, might even be harder to do I'm looking at the genie like the blues are different like it's like two different shades yeah. of blue yeah he's a lot of different blues yeah it's not good is he gonna rap oh you know he's gonna rap oh boy. But he's not going to swear because it's clean no. rap. Because Will Smith doesn't have to cuss in his rhymes to sell no, records. No, he doesn't. Well, I do. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that is not a theater movie for me at all. Do no, I take? It's going to be a no for me, dog. What's the take a stab at the Rotten Tomatoes critic score after the first weekend? I'm going to go 35. Mm. I was thinking like 37, 39. Yeah, yeah. below 40. Below 40 for sure. Yeah. Oh, boy. So if you set the over under at like 42, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under for sure. So that yeah. comes out in May. So we can, we'll find out in just three short months to see what Aladdin is up to. Uh, Ryan, there's new news about uh, Eric Killmonger, as portrayed by the one and only Michael B. Jordan from The Last Black Panther, that he may not be gone, or at least we could be seeing him again. Maybe. Uh, which is I, great. I, but I don't get how this is going to work. Well, you've already mentioned this. The MCU is probably going to do some sort of time travel. Or what about like the like that ex, the other realm? Because remember, Black Panther talked to his dad. Right. And so he was there trying to make heads or tails of his situation. So maybe he does that again, and this time he sees Killmonger. Yeah, maybe. Like, you, can, you can bring him back in different ways. He doesn't have to like be alive again, but he can at least be in the movie. Yeah, I mean, it, there's ways to do it where it's... You know, you bring them back, but you don't necessarily, or if there's like some hallucination or flashback or something like that, like that'll work. Yeah. Or evil twin brother. (laughs) There were two all along. Like in beer fest. I'm landfill's brother. Like, Oh, okay. (laughs) And I would really appreciate it. If you guys call me landfill, (laughs) it's like, you never died. No, you just didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. Speaking of not missing a beat, Ryan Aquaman two, is uh, certainly on its way. I guess they found a writer, and so they are all in. Because Aquaman made a shit ton of money over overseas, if you will. It sure did. I, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why was, they're doing this. Oh, I don't know, Ryan. Maybe because it was uh, just a delight for the eyes and ears. <laughs> Do you ever think of that? Hey, just a vehicle for an awful Pitbull song? I think that was a down part of it. But I think... <laughs> People who enjoy, think about it. If the world is really covered by 75% water, and it is, sure. there should be, shouldn't 75% of the movies take place in the water? It should. Right? I'd say so where th- it shouldn't take place. They're, they're finally given, oh, well, they had to get there to show you the, the, the contrast. <laughs> Look how dry it is. Look how know, dry it back is. In, back in the big lake known as the ocean. <laughs> The movie did have some flaws, Ryan, but that's not what I'm here for. I'm just no, here to say No, you were more that, concerned about the flares underwater. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Figure that one out. Flares underwater? Come on. I what don't are know. We do- what are we doing here? So apparently somebody, and like this was even more incredible to see. Somebody made a graphic. I don't know if it was IGN or if it was just, if it was some website or whatever. They did like a little logo for every single DC movie that they claimed to be in development. Oh my god! It was like twenty movies. It was, it's, and they had like a little like line about like last update like February two thousand nineteen or like January or like it was like all the way through. It's insane. Like they're not going to make half of these movies. Like why are they still doing this? I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, because I saw you tweeting about the other thing about uh, Chris Pratt. Apparently, my like if people want him to be Batman, which I can't understand. Like why? Do you think he's in a cult? I think it's a cult is a, that has a negative connotation to it. I think he's, but, but something's up with this guy. Something's going on. 
Something's going on. And, you know, it's making it, it all happened like right at the same time as all the James Gunn stuff was going on. Right. It's just awkward timing. Yeah, he kind of stinks now. I'll be honest. I'm not like, and I love Guardians of the Galaxy, and we'll even we'll we'll get to it coming up. But there's just like, I don't know. He's taking a real weird kind of turn, you know. And it's like, I feel like people get a bad rap when they go into Scientology, and like, I, you know, I get it. Like, you hear all this negative stuff about it. But so he's not a Scientologist, but it seems like he's changed. You know, like I don't, I don't yeah. know. And it's anyway. like, it was very, maybe, you know, I'm not, I don't see Chris Pratt. I don't talk to him. I know yeah. we're, we're big time here, but you know, sure. not all celebrities are friends. So I don't talk to Chris Pratt every well, day. Different coasts, Ryan. It's tough. Oh, different coasts. Yeah. Time zones. Um, so it just seemed to be out of kind of nowhere. And yeah. like all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Now he's still a mega movie star. He's still getting a ton of movies. He was in the Lego movie. Two, the second part, which was number one at the box office this past weekend, and Rotten Tomatoes eating it up. Eighty-four percent critics, eighty-one percent audience as of right now. As of right now, which is which is good. It's not as good oh. as the first one. No, that movie was really good though. That I haven't really seen good. this one, but who's to say? Really, who's to say? Ryan, I have some of the best news ever. Oh, I can't wait. There is a chance. I hope you're sitting down that we could be getting a MacGruber TV series. When you, I'm surprised we didn't see the Josh Gordon gif come out when you saw the news <laughs> so, for this. This this has the chance to be the funniest thing of all time. So the uh, one of the dudes from the Lonely Island who directed uh, MacGruber, Jorma Tacone, right? Yeah, Jorma. He's been shopping this thing around like to like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all these different like streaming sites. And bring the whole cast back and do a MacGruber TV show, which I think would be perfect for a TV show. Like it would be only if they can make it like it has to be on cable. It has to be like rated R. It has to be like the movie. Yeah. You can't just do like a PG 13 MacGruber. No, 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 no. It would have to be Marvel or I'm sorry, Marvel. It has to be HBO. It would have to be Netflix. It would have to be one of those type of shows. Or like even sure. Amazon prime. Like it somewhere yep, has to Amazon, pick this up. Doesn't matter. That'd be incredible. Oh my God. That'd be incredible. <laughs> and he's not doing anything right now. Cause they canceled last man on earth and last man on earth was good. Would they get Kristen Wiig though? Is Kristen Wiig doing anything? Uh, not that I know of. I haven't seen her in anything in a long in forever. So yeah. she could at least do some episodes. I she bet. was in the Ghostbusters. I remember that. Yeah, they did it all female Ghostbusters. Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh huh. And now, and now they're, they're doing they're, back with the original uh, cast, and all those ladies are upset. Mm-hmm. It's a dog eat dog world out there, Ryan. It, it sure is. Speaking of TV shows, uh, look what could be making a comeback here, Ryan. None other than Crank Yankers. Which Jimmy Kimmel is producing it. He's the one who tweeted it out, too. This show was awesome. It I, was I, awesome. I loved this show. So mm-hmm. Tracy Morgan, obviously Spoonie Love from Up Above, yes. was very good. Now, I don't know if you could do Special Ed anymore. I don't know. Oh, I could do special ed, but I'm, I, I don't think you could do it anymore. No, that was one of my better impressions for a while, too. Also had to retire it. Now, you did have to retire it. One of my favorite characters was Dane Cook's Sav McCauley, who did the <laughs> phone zone. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> when he calls the guy and then the guy's like, uh, he's like, I'm hanging up. He's like, he's like, great. I'll call you in five minutes. And he's like, I won't be here. He's like, you will. No, I won't. Yes, you will. <laughs> What's like, the question he asked? He's like, at what temperature does blood freeze? Does blood freeze? He's like, uh, he's like, no, sorry. We're looking for 33 degrees. 33 degrees. And the theme song keeps getting more ridiculous. The more ridiculous. He's like the double bonus round. And he's like, sir, real quick. Are you calling from a rotary or a touchtone phone? This will not affect your score. This will not affect your score. And the guy's like, uh, rotary. He's like, good. Didn't want to make you nervous, but that does not affect your score. And he's like, now let's get into the triple whammy round. He's like, the last time you went, you went number two Z's into the toilet. Did you properly wipe yourself? The guy goes, uh, no. He goes, typical, typical, but it's correct. It's correct. I'm Sav McCauley. We're now into the bonus double round where the, where the cash gets sweatier, the cash gets stinkier, the cash gets wetter. Fucking <laughs> like Sav oh, McCauley. I'm going to listen to that again. 
You got to find it. It was on YouTube. They, I think he did it twice. He did two different phone zones. But the problem is, you remember listening to the Jerky Boys? They ran into like issues. Like yes, they it, did. Be, you can't call somebody and without them knowing it, record it. Right. But then you can have them call you. I think yes. Right, and that's why they started putting ads in the paper. Yeah, the Jerky what, Boys started putting ads in the paper, yeah, and people yeah, would call yeah. them. Pretty good. So and I don't they, know how remember this the one he's like, going to work. The guy was like looking for a lawnmower, and he's like, where is it? And he's like, it's in my attic. He's like, well, where's that? He's like, it's up on top of my house by the roof. That was one of my favorite lines in the Jerky Boys. <laughs> oh, that is some of the best. The Jerky Boys was really... God I wonder if that him. stuff holds up. I, I want to listen to the Jerky Boys again and see if it holds up. I bet it does. I bet Saul Rosenberg's still funny. I bet Jack Tours is still funny. <laughs> I bet. Kessel. I bet Kissel. I don't know. I was never a huge fan of Kissel. I bet you would be now. Frank Rizzo. R I C C O. Frank Rizzo was so mean. When you talk about the, the game. <laughs> What's going on at your camp up there? He's, I got my kid calling me. He says the other kids are shitting in his laundry. What the <laughs> hell's going on? With that <laughs> like, sir, sir, I, I really apologize. I do, I don't know. He's like, don't make me come up there. What the hell's going on up at that camp? Oh, <laughs> Rosenberg's oh, funny man. every time. If I hear, if I hear Saul Rosenberg, just like a drop, like a quick little cut, I laugh every time. It's Mort Goldman from Family Guy. It is. It is, exactly. But he's, he's hilarious. It's hilarious. <sighs> so anyway, we have fun. Hopefully, Crank Yankers coming out. Oh, also, Ryan, on a, uh, sort of a 180 from that is, did you listen to the first season of Serial, the podcast? I did. So you know Adnan Syed? Yes. So the case against Adnan Syed is going to be an HBO like documentary series coming in March. They ran a preview for it. We tweeted it out uh, I think I'm all in on this. I'm all in on this too. I love a good. I love a good mystery. I love being titillated. Yes. And that was the that series of serial was actually really good. It was good. Um, I didn't care for the second season. I bailed pretty early on, so I have no idea what happens. Yeah, I don't either. I was like, but I didn't really care because I was a guy Bo Bergdahl or something was the guy's name. Bo Jackson. No, the guy who was the subject of the second series of Serial. Like, I didn't really care enough Honestly, about could him. Have been anybody. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They did such a good job in the first one. Yeah. And so now you can sort of put, like, a face to the name because, like, all the right. people they interviewed, now you're going to see in front. So I wonder if that Sarah Caning from the thing is going to be in there because I didn't see her in the preview. You know what? She's got a great voice. She has a, a tremendous voice. Yeah. Like, a great voice for radio. Very calming. Yeah, very NPR, which mm-hmm. makes sense. But I, I wonder if she'll be in it. Because, like, how do you not have her involved? you got to have her involved somehow. Yeah, I would hope so. So, anyway, so that's so anyway. the way the news goes. <laughs> Ryan, let's get to your news. Hit it, baby. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do you have? I mean, there's only really one thing to talk about right now, right? I think so. Apex, 25 million users in a week. Mm. That's incredible. Wow. Apex, if you don't know what I'm talking about, obviously, there's a new game, a free game called Apex Legends that is dropped by EA, which is a twist on the Battle Royale. So you have teams of three. There's 20 teams of three in a Battle Royale. Uh, with it's class based, so everyone like Overwatch, like all the different characters have different abilities, they have different specials, all this stuff, and all of them are meant to you know help your team in a certain way. Um, it's great. Uh, you haven't played it yet, have you? I have actually. I, have. I jumped it, but I haven't played with anybody yet, so it, I, it, that obviously affects like when I've been playing, like you weren't on or Shime or West, like those guys weren't on, so I haven't played yet. But it is pretty fun. I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure out like. The advantages to which character and like which character and stuff to use. Yeah, it's but pretty balanced. Like it doesn't really matter. It's pretty okay. Yeah, that's what I know. I mean, because the guns are all the same, right? It's really just the special that's oh, different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The special. Yeah. So it depends on like what your team is doing. So when Shime and I were playing, we were trying to stream it, and I was having issues with my my PC and streaming. Um, but we found that there's a character that can like see through stuff. Oh, like and- Widowmaker. Yeah, so it was the blood uh, bloodhound, the guy who's like with the crow. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He can like his abilities. He can like see through. But like, mm. I was using Bangalore, and Bangalore can drop smoke, so he could see through the smoke I dropped. Oh, I got it. So it was, it was actually super helpful. So it's all about like the combinations of things. Um, but the one thing, like you said, I wasn't playing with it. One of the advantages I found with it, which is really great, is their ping system. Where like you can look at something and hit this button, and it'll be like, "There's a weapon over there," or like, "I'm going over here." You know, so you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. to talk to anybody. No, the controls. I, I like the controls for sure. I think it's been it's been pretty good. And I was gonna say, I thought it was relatively fun playing by myself with two strangers, and that's not normally how I play. And like, I right. never play Overwatch by myself anymore because it's like it sucks. Right. So I can only imagine this game will be a little bit better. And it's amazing how good the game's free. Like how good it, it looks. Like, cause yeah. Fortnite is, you know, it was never really my thing, but I, I understand the appeal to it and why people like it, but you can kind of tell that it's a free game. Right. But whereas like this one does not have that feeling. Right. And as I'm saying this right now, I, I just went on Twitch. I logged on Twitch. Like as we were talking right now on Twitch, there are 660,000 people watching apex legends. <laughs> there are 92,000 people watching Fortnite. Yeah, a little bit of a passing of the torch. They also a did a little really bit good of a job. passing of the torch. They did a good job, whoever or EA and whoever else is behind Apex, by getting all of the big time streamers to play it right away. Yes. And, and you some know people that, are saying that, that that's bullshit that they actually paid people to play it. Why? That's smart. It's smart. And not that's only a, that, that's but a, like, really smart. They're still playing it. Yeah, right. That's the thing is, like, and if it sucked, they'd be like, they get their paycheck, they play it once, they show people, and then they move on. But it's pretty good. Like right now, Disrespect, Ninja, and Tim the Tatman are all playing Apex. <laughs> there you go. And Ninja is like, whoever makes uh, Epic, like pays him a ton of money to play Fortnite, and he's not playing it right now. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I just think... And I think it was Mac that was talking about this before about how, like, if, if Fortnite is the one that sort of created this, like, hey, this is a free game, and like, we'll make our money back. We're getting a lot of people to play, and there's there is stuff to buy in these games, and people will do it. But we're going to put out these fun games for free. If that forces other companies to make free games, I couldn't be more in favor of that. Oh no, absolutely <laughs> not. Like, good free games. Yeah. And the only thing that you're buying are like cosmetics. Like this, it's like an like an outfit or like a weapon skin. Like you're not buying to get better. Yeah, and like I don't care. Like you can call me a noob all you want. I'll play with the free stuff and enjoy it, and still play the same game and still run around and shoot people and whatever else. Like yeah, I don't need the crazy skin. But then every once in a while, you know what? They're gonna put something out there where you're like, ah, fuck, that looks pretty sweet, and I'm gonna, you know, you might get it. But until then, you still play for hours on a free game. Like that's incredible. Yeah, and and the other thing too is like you know you see someone in like a crazy skin. Like you're going, I'm going after that person because either yeah. they're really good or they're a poser <laughs> right, and they stink. Exactly. Oh, so I meant to ask you with this game, uh, I had a guy that I work with. He has a younger kid who plays Fortnite and he's yep. like, what's the new game? And I'm like, oh, it's Apex. He's like, is that also like, should I let him play? I think he's like eight or 10. Maybe he's 10. He's like, is it okay if he plays that? And I was like, I'm like, I only played it a couple of times quickly, but I think it's similar. Like, Right? There's not, like, blood and shit in it, is there? Uh, I don't remember seeing a ton of blood. There's, like, finishing moves, though. Ooh, so I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Um, okay. Which, but which not, like, be Mortal Kombat, violent, though, right? What's that? I mean, it's not, it's not like Mortal Kombat. No, no, no. Well, there's yeah, one yeah. guy, like, stabs somebody, but uh, all right. whatever. Well. Um, I don't know. I, I would say no just because I don't want any kids playing this. That was the problem with Fortnite towards the end is just too many kids. No, that's true. It was always kids. Yeah, it was just constantly kidding. And they're good at the game, but <laughs> but they're annoying. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. And hear you, you know, it's it's pretty much known at this point that PlayStation is going to announce PlayStation Five anytime now. So Ugh, they pulled off. out of PAX and they're doing their own thing. And chances? Oh, they're not going to PAX. No. Huh. Or they're oh, not going Ryan, to E3. Uh, they're not going to PAX or E3. It okay because PAX is coming up in March, right? Yes. In Boston is. Uh, PS4 is, is Apex cross platform? It's not yet, but it, they said it's going to be. Okay. Are you playing for both or are you just doing PC right now? Uh, both. So I'm, I'm actually, okay. I play, when I play by myself, like when I'm not streaming and I'm just like playing, I'll play on PC cause, just because it's faster and it looks better. Okay. But since I have the issue with the PC and I have to stream with my PlayStation now, 
Oh, I gotcha. All I'll, right. So when I stream it, I'll stream on PlayStation. All right, cool. All right, maybe it's I'll free, so like it doesn't matter, you know? No, no, absolutely. But I was just curious because I'm obviously only playing yeah. PS4. That's a selfish question. Could have could have done that. Oh off yeah, the yeah, air. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else, Ryan? In the, no, uh, the video that. game minutes. All right, let's get to the topic du jour, shall we? I'm sorry, it's been a while. You have to remind me. Oh well, that's just the topic of the day. And oh. today, as we get prepared for Valentine's Day, love is in the air, Ryan, and we are going to talk about best on-screen couples. Hey. And what that means is couples in movies, television, video games, you name it. What are some of the best? We're going to leave out comic books because I think that would have just really made it an even longer episode. Oh, way too long. That, that's certainly its own thing. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start movies, television? Yeah, or video start games? movies. All right, movies. It is. Let's just start with my favorite one right out of the shoot. Ready sure. for this one? Uh, you've all seen the movie True Romance. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. And the relationship between Clarence Worley and Alabama Whitman is probably the best. Alabama, played by Patricia Arquette, is my favorite female character in a movie of all time. Fun yes. fact about me. I also enjoy Clarence, played by uh, Christian Slater. Great story. Just an amazing story. A, dare I say, Ryan, true romance. A is true what we're, romance. Is what we're seeing here because uh, it was Christian Slater or Clarence's birthday. He's a guy who works at a comic book store and just watches kung fu movies. That's pretty much his. He's a simple man, Ryan, sure. I think you could say. And he, he – actually, he'd be great on the Dork Podcast with, with his knowledge of comic books. But he – it was his birthday, and he does the same thing on his birthday all the time. He goes and sees this kung fu movie, blah, blah, blah. And his friend hired Alabama, who was a new call girl, not a whore, but a call girl, hired oh, her. Please. And then so they hook up, and then she has a guilty conscience. She just started doing this work. She wasn't really prepared for it. She starts crying, and she's like, she explains to Clarence how she's a call girl, and her friend, or his friend set her up. And he wasn't mad about it. And she like couldn't believe that he wasn't mad about it. He's like, he's like, I didn't care. He's like, I had a lot of fun. And he's like, do you want to go get some pie? And like <laughs> actual pie. And so actual they went, pie. They went to a diner and they had a great time. And then the next thing you know, they, he, they, he kills her pimp. And they, they get a bunch of drugs. They go to Hollywood. They meet Michael Rappaport and Brad Pitt. It's, it's a whole thing. But I love, love, love those two together. I think they're great. It's wonderful. And, um, like you said, we, I think we mentioned on the podcast before a great performance by Gary Oldman, who played that character mm-hmm. and Drexel. Dracula, I believe, in the same calendar year. Yeah, that sounds right. 92, 93 was when these movies came out. Yeah, yeah. crazy stuff. And then what, Leon the Professional was right around there. Right around. 94. I think there was like, those were his three movies like in a row. I don't think there's a better actor than Gary Oldman. If you want to tell me somebody is as good, I'll entertain it. I won't. I probably won't believe you, but I'll entertain it. I, I think, think Daniel Day Lewis is time. as good. Okay, I will. So that's one I will give you. And I don't think. I just think the issue is I don't think Daniel Day Lewis is in movies that you want to watch. You're, I was going to say the exact same thing. Like Oldman's in more movies I enjoy, so that's yes. why I would say that. But I think he's the incredible. Fifth Killed it. Fucking man. Fifth Element. He was good. He's even good just, you know, as Jim Gordon in the Dark Knight sure. trilogy. Then he's really good in, uh, what's the other one I'm thinking? Oh, <laughs> Sid and Nancy. Did you ever see that? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> but we're not, talk- we're not talking about him. We're talking about famous on-screen couples, obviously. And by the way, <laughs> I do not have Sid and Nancy on my best on-screen no. couples. I am I mean, removing that. I just mentioned them. That's not what I'm talking about. But Clarence in Alabama, that's my number one. What, what else you got for movies? Uh, so I got for a movie, and this is the uh, Mac and Goo just did not to plug them too hard, but they just did their romantic <laughs> comedy episode. I'd I'd like to plug them hard. Plug them hard, yeah. Um, and one of my favorite romantic comedies of all time um, are both Sally, Sally and Harry, <laughs> and when Harry met Sally. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? I said no. I, I got gotcha. you. You got me. I messed it I up. Got, no, you're good. Harry and Sally from when Harry met Sally. Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal. And the reason I love this movie, this used to be my go-to, like, you know, you bring a girl over and she's like, oh, you want to watch a movie? And we, I always found my way to When Harry Met Sally because here's a movie featuring Billy Crystal, a likable guy, mm-hmm. Meg Ryan, who's, was, you know, 90s Meg Ryan's pretty cute. Sure. And, and it's all it is, is it's about, a, it's a movie about a guy who got out of the friend zone. That's right. And don't we all... At some point, wanted to be that guy. Well, Harry showed you how to do it. Have you ever seen did. this movie? 
I, of course I have. Of course you have. I'll have yeah. what she's having. Yes. You know, wonderful yes. scene. Rob Reiner. Great movie. Great romantic comedy. My favorite romantic comedy of all time. Is it really? My favorite romantic comedy is Swingers. And you can't tell me that it's not a romantic comedy. You know, uh, it really is. And you know what my second favorite romantic comedy is? Wedding Crashers. Both of them are absolutely. You consider those to be romantic comedies. I kind of do because I don't think that they're just out and out comedies. Like just when you think that they are, there's way too much of the relationship stuff, like way too much. And I think it's such the romantic comedy with, I mean, Favreau and Swingers is just crying the whole goddamn movie because he just broke up. That's why the whole thing. And then he finally meets Heather Graham and then they start a thing. So it's like two different relationships. So let me ask you, I love that movie, but it's a fucking romantic comedy. Does it, does a romantic comedy require a couple though? There's a couple at the, they, at the end, at the end, but I feel like it's, uh, they, but it's also like coming, like they broke up, right? Like it's about relationships. Don't you think swingers is? Yeah. That's That's an interesting thought. And wedding crashers I think is too, because if they made that movie shorter, they probably could have cut out some of the stuff, but you end up getting like two relationships in there. Like, don't you think that's a romantic comedy? I think so. I think I kind of think it is. Like, I remember, like, leaving Wedding Crashers. Being like, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. I don't think it's as funny as old school. It's it's really long. It's like a sneaky long movie. And then just the whole relationship with Vince Vaughn and Isla Fisher, and then obviously Owen Wilson and Rachel McAdams. Yeah. It's a rom com. It's a rom com. It's a These it's are- a it's an R, hard R rom com. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What about Isla Fisher and Vince Vaughn in that movie? Oh my god, incredible, incredible! You want to talk about a power couple there, huh? I would put that. Yeah, put them down. That's a good couple. Speaking of Isla Fisher, uh, her and Ryan Reynolds in Definitely Maybe, which is another one of my favorite rom coms. Is it? Yes, I love this movie. I love it. And it's stupid, but I love it. And it's Ryan Reynolds talking with his daughter, Abigail Breslin, and he's going through all his relationships. And it's kind of a weird premise because she's not even really sure which one is her mom, like as he's going through it. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of a weird, it's a weird setup, but it's all flashbacks. And basically the three main women and his wife are played by, is it Isla Isla or Isla? Whatever it is. Isla Fisher. Uh, Elizabeth Banks and Rachel Weiss, and you're kind of going through. And clearly, Isla Fisher is the best one, like without doubt. And it's not her mom, but it ends up being the one that he's with. I I love that movie. I could I can I can watch that all the time. I've never seen it. Really? I'm gonna have to see it. Oh, definitely, maybe. Yeah, you'll like it. It's it's really well done. And okay. Like it's there's I'll check it out. It's probably more rom than com, but there's some com. I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds. All right. Well, speaking of rom and com. Yes, please. And speaking of Ryan Reynolds, yes. What if I threw Wade Wilson and Vanessa Carlisle at you from Deadpool? That's great. Now I wouldn't consider that a rom com, but no, we're talking. But I we're, s- t- we're talking on screen couples, and that is as good couple. as it gets. Yeah, I love it. They bring the heat. They do bring the heat. She they puts stuff in him. Bring- yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing. nothing. Guess what? Nothing's Ryan, wrong with that, But I'm just saying that, like, what <laughs> other on screen couple have we gotten in a mainstream movie where mm, pegging happens? Not. As much pegging, although I feel like they could really open the door for more pegging. I think we have. Yeah. Have you, you saw seen... it in an Ozark in season two? Spoiler. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't. Now, are you <laughs> waiting for Jankum to become more mainstream? I'm waiting for it. Uh, I'm waiting for it to catch on. I'm, I'm looking to be ahead of the curve on something, and I, I'm going to put my money on Jankum. If we made a Jankum YouTube video, how quickly would it get taken down? Uh, or... How quickly would we, you know, die? That's true. Would it just be too high, maybe? That'd yeah. be a problem. Ryan, you know what other uh, on-screen movie couple I really enjoy? Who's that? Star-Lord and Gamora. You like that? I love them. And I know we talked about Chris Pratt earlier, and I'm, I'm not wild about Chris Pratt right now. But those two characters, again, Gamora is one of my favorite characters of all time. Maybe my favorite, one of my favorite characters in the MCU. You compare that, you put them together, and... Just like their relationship, and we've seen it now over the course of three movies, and I'm looking forward to hopefully a comeback from Gamora. I think I feel like we have at least unfinished business. Now, maybe she will be dead forever, but I think there's going to be something more there. But I think that might be my favorite MCU couple. Yeah. 
Unless I'm talking out of school. No, I think that is. That's definitely, that's my favorite MCU couple. Do you know who I'm out on in the MCU? Uh, oh, Scarlet Witch Vision. No, I'm in on that. Okay. I can buy uh, that. Cap and uh, <laughs> Agent Carter's How about this? granddaughter. You, you want me to tell you? Uh, yeah, go, you go ahead. Instead of you guessing, you want me to just tell you? <laughs> um, yes. Bruce Banner and Natasha Romanoff. I'm out on that. Good call. Screw off. I'm Piss out. off. Pound sand. Yeah. Don't care. Way too it. awkward between the two of them. Yeah. I'll, I don't give like me Ant Man and the Wasp all day. Oh, Ant Man and the Wasp can get it. Yeah. Just screw off with the Black Black Widow Hulk couple. What about uh, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne? Janet Van Dyne can get it. I know. The problem is. He can't. No, he sucks. And we've talked about it in the comics. He struck her. He physically. He hit her. There was domestic violence in an Ant-Man comic. Mm -hmm. So I don't like that. But Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, please. Modern day. Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne. And I feel like we're missing a lot of obvious ones. I got one for you. This is an obvious one. Han Solo, Princess Leia. Absolutely. I love you. I know. Doesn't get any better. Maybe the best get any back better. and forth in the history of relationships on screen. Like how badass are you? I yeah, know I one know. that you were probably going to say, uh, one of your favorites, Forrest Gump and Jenny. No, I'm out on that. <laughs> I am absolutely out on that. Jenny is a terrible person. Jenny? Terrible person. So, ugh, so this is hard to hear, but do you think... Now, this has been an ongoing debate since 1994 when the film came out. Sure. Do you think that Forrest Gump has AIDS, or do you think that little Forrest is not his actual son? It could be both. It could actually be both. Um, I believe that little Forrest is his son. Okay. And that he does not have AIDS. And little Forrest can see dead people. Yes. Little Forrest might have AIDS. Twist. Oh, shit. See, that's hard to hear, too. But it's, hey, it's not me. It's hey. science. No, that's true. But so. yeah, that's not a great couple. What about, uh, let me throw this one at you. Molly and Sam from Ghost. Uh, that's a little too. Uh, Remember when they made the pot? Remember they, the, were, they were <laughs> simulating they a, a large hand giver? <laughs> I think he may have been insider while they made that pot. Maybe. And think about that. That's a strong relationship. I mean, he was a fucking ghost. He came back from the dead for that. He went inside of Whoopi Goldberg just to touch her, which that's a strong relationship. <laughs> if, if nothing else, I don't think there's anything in this world I would do if I had to get inside of Whoopi Goldberg to do it. <laughs> It'd be a pass. I would it, pass. Uh, I would pass. Uh, what about Rocky and Adrian Balboa? Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a strong relationship. And we've strong saw- relationship. Now, she's no longer with us, which is too bad, but pick up the pod, Adrian. Adrian, right. Adrian. Adrian. What else are you, you a, Are you a big Jack and Rose fan from Titanic? No. You know Kate Winslet gets naked in more movies than she doesn't? Is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's right. I don't think that's right. I think it could be. I think we should... I mean, we got a lot of uh, smart listeners out there. If somebody wants to take that up, I know Max probably... Searching Mr. Skin right now. You can, can get us that answer. Here's you one ever, of my. This you is not the movie? a good couple, by the way. Oh, sorry. Okay, hold on. Let me, I have a Kate Winslet question for you. Okay. Did you ever see the movie Little Children? I did actually. She uh, porks Patrick Wilson on the uh, washing machine. Yes, that's a good scene. But that movie's so weird. That movie's weird. I guess it was a weird book, and then it became a weird movie. Like the whole, the whole. So Little Children's the name of the movie. The whole scene or the whole storyline with Jackie Earl Haley, what is that? With the, him being like the pedophile? Yeah, like he is or he isn't, but he is. And but he like, is. He winds up being one. and Yeah. That's super weird. And the kid jerking off and like wiping it on the walls at school. Oh, remember that? <laughs> no, I don't remember that part. Ugh. I remember. So it's, it's Luke Wilson is married to Jennifer Conley. And then Kate Winslet is married to some old guy, right? And then so Kate Winslet and her and she's watching her kids, and Patrick Wilson's watching his kids, and then they end up having an affair. But it's like it's weird. And there's like a narrator to it. 
Hang on, hang on. The movie I'm thinking of, the kid jerking off <laughs> yeah, on the walls. That's another movie. I, I, you know what's funny? I watched them in the same night. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, like, I, I watched these movies in the same night. It's going to kill me now. I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's... Uh, I watched floats? them in the same night, and I'm like, what is happening right now? Um, down Periscope? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. There was a, no, but I remember like... Who was in it? Some I have to find it was a, kid, who's the guy who did Boogie Nights? Paul Thomas Anderson. I think it was one of his movies. Oh, uh, um, I have to find it, dude. But you know what I'm talking. So you have seen Little Children, though. I have seen Little Happiness. The name of the movie is Happiness. Oh, it happiness. was Todd Salons. I don't know yeah. that one. And yeah, some it's called was, Happiness. It was Todd Salons. So I remember. I remember seeing the these both these movies in the same night. Dude, Little Children was weird. I think it was on HBO one night, and I just started watching it. And the next thing I know, there was like two or three different sex scenes between Kate Winslet and Patrick Wilson, and I thought they were all pretty good. Yeah, not bad. But then it was like, it was it it was weird. It was the old, hey, why don't you come over? Oh my god, we got caught in the rain. Let me put let me put your clothes in the dryer. <laughs> now we're having sex. Now we're getting on. <laughs> How about that's a, good, that's a good couple though. This is not a good couple. All right. Um, but an entertaining couple in film. Karen and Henry Hill from Goodfellas. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable they couple. They were going to find it. Just <laughs> flushing the drugs down the toilet. So good. Just pointing the gun at him. What an oh awesome. Oh, my God. Ugh. What are you doing, Karen? Come on, Karen. <laughs> are you nuts, Karen? She's putting the gun at him and she screams like, Janice Rossi is a whore. Whore. I love it. That's a good, that's a, that's a really good couple. What else what are we else missing? We what else are we missing from, from movies? We're missing we want... so many, but oh, we're missing a million. So you can yeah. email us at dork podcast or uh, dork podcast at gmail.com. And you can tweet us your favorite movie couples. Um, yeah, there's so, there's so many more, obviously. Like I'm just but going, I'm looking at my DVD wall right now and I'm looking at a bunch of, you know, how about the, the, the boy and the girl from uh, Let the Right One In or Let Me In. Oh, that, that is a touching, that is a nice touching story couple. about death and <laughs> non-bullying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think most of the characters that you really end up like rooting for that are together, I think we've hit most of them. Yeah. Like, you and there's I mean? like some cheesy ones that I'm, not, I'm out on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like but, the notebook. Like, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, I, that could screw. Or Dear John. Did you see Dear John? I did not see that. So th- it was the guy who wrote the notebook, Nicholas, yes, Sparks, Nicholas Sparks, and he it was Channing Tatum and Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, what? Do you, hey, f- s- f- all right. Let's get the TV. <laughs> we can always circle back to movies if you want. Yeah, but let's TV, go to TV. Best TV on-screen couple would be. You know, you know exactly what I'm going to say. I know exactly where you're going. The Taylors, Eric and Tammy Taylor, Friday uh, Night Lights. None better. None Great. better. Incredible couple. Amazing couple. Amazing married couple. Amazing parents. Ama- the whole thing. And I just love the best scene with them is when they have to throw the barbecue for like the whole football program. Oh, that's like episode like two or something. It's like that's two. Early. And yeah. they have that conversation where they're both under the table. So good. And that's like one of my favorite moments in that show. They're like kind of mad, but then they stand up and it's like, all right, there's company here and we're just going to act normal. And I think she says something to the, uh, the effect of like, up there, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be polite. I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Down here, like, I hate you. I hate you so much. I'm so, yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad. And she doesn't say that, like, no. off the bat. But, like, I didn't no, say no, I hate no. you. But, like, but you, you can tell. tell that that's what she's saying. There was a ton of good relationships. I mean, that's the best one. But in that show, I think my next favorite was, even though it didn't last, was Tim Riggins and Lila. Oh, you loved you some Lila. I loved Lila. I love Lila. But I'll tell you what. Tim, if they did this show... You know, Friday Night Lights 10 years later, or actually at this point, 15, 20 years later. Yep. I think Tim Riggins and Tyra would be together. I think they so, were too. Ki- they were kind of positioning them to be the next Eric and Tammy, you know, because Tyra was going to get into school, like, district stuff, and, like, maybe be a teacher, maybe a principal or, or whatever, a therapist. Right. And then Riggins was clearly going to be, like, the towny guy, probably coach and do that kind of stuff. Right. They're just trashy enough that they, they deserve each other. They they're perfect, perfect for yeah. each for each other. Uh, I, so my favorite, favorite, favorite on screen couple for TV is Kevin Garvey and Nora Durst from The Leftovers. 
That would oh, be yeah. Justin Thoreau and friend of the podcast, Carrie Coon. Mm-hmm. Carrie Coon is as great a television character of the last 15 years, I think, that's ever been out there. Like, it's just so well done. She's one of these characters that um, her husband and her two kids all disappeared. So, like, in that town, so only 2%, I say only, but 2% of the population disappears in the leftovers. And she's the one person in the town that her entire family was gone. And they just do such a great job in the first season of, like, you know, getting to know her and, like, what's going on with her. And then Justin Thoreau is divorced. His wife has left him for, like, that cult. And so he's kind of – he's the sheriff in town. He's got his kids. He's, he still sees one of them. The other one's, like, out of sight, out of mind. And then they finally get together, and then they're together the rest of the way, and it's the, they're the best. I absolutely love these two together. I, it's a, I've never watched the show. I know. You don't like it, and that's fine. That's but not it's what I said. I'm gonna I just, keep, I've I'm never gonna watched keep, it. I'm going to keep – Promping it up there. I don't give a shit if it's okay. two other people I'm talking to. These two are the best. Carrie Coon, you, and by the way, Carrie Coon and Connie Britton, the two that we've named already. Yes. There's not two better TV actresses of the last 20 years. I, um, you're not wrong. Yeah, they're incredible. If you gun to your head, I'm pointing a gun to your head right now. And one to my dick, just to be safe. I, I, I am ambidextrous. Another thing okay. about Arvon Don, you don't know. Randy Von Dandy? Yeah. Um, I can go Randy Von Lefty. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so gun to my head, gun to my dick. I'm telling you, tell me to watch one good show. Are you saying The Leftovers or are you saying Riverdale? Oh, God. They couldn't be more different. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I would, t- I would tell... Me, personally. The Leftovers. Okay. I would tell you to watch The Leftovers. It's, fu- it's, it's more fucked up... It, but and it's like crazy. Whereas Riverdale is just like a sexy teen drama. Okay, like Riverdale's ridiculous. Like Riverdale, like did you like the original Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero? I did when I was and like then, twelve. Then turn that up to like eleven, and okay. like that's what you get there. It's a CW show. Like I like it, but it's it's just stupid entertainment. Whereas The Leftovers, sure. like when an episode's over, you like sit there and you're like, oh, okay, like let's digest this. Yeah. All right. And I think it's only three seasons and it's done. So it's one of those shows like you're not chasing it. Like Riverdale, they're still yeah. making new ones. Right. So you could you could watch all the leftovers in like a Oh, speaking of that, so I don't know if I said this on the podcast yet, but last this past Christmas, so a couple months ago, I was telling my dad, I'm like, you gotta watch uh Game of Thrones. I'm like, yep. you would absolutely love Game of Thrones. You gotta do it. So I set it up for him. I'm like, I got the HBO all set for him, ready to go. I'm like, this is where you go. Just start from here and just and just do do your do your best and, and watch it. He watched seven seasons of Game of Thrones, and I want to say three weeks. Really? He watched the whole goddamn thing and loves it. He can't wait for the next season, the final season to start. So he's all he caught had, up. He had never seen all episode. Like, he may have seen, like, uh, occasionally, like, if it was on, like, halfway through and, like, didn't know what was going on. But he didn't watch it at all. He shotgunned in less than a month. All seven seasons, loves it, and he's like, I might even, I might even watch the last season again before <laughs> it starts. Pocket Hercules, going crazy, going nuts. He is retired now, so yes. he's got, he's got some extra time. But he just, wa- he's loving, and he's like, talk, he's like, oh my god, when they were, he's like naming the characters. It's hilarious to hear him like say all the stuff. That's he, funny. He's, he is loving it. There's so a lot like, of. Do good, we have any couples way, in that show that you, yes, that are worth do. mentioning? Yes, we do. Uh, Jamie Lannister and Cersei Lannister. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was terrible. Yeah, what's the best? That's actually a really good question. What's the best Game of Thrones couple? I would say uh, my favorite was Egret and Jon Snow. Yep, Egret Jon Snow is a good one. Would you consider uh, Daenerys and Dario Naharis a couple? Uh, if it was the, the original Dario DeHaris was so much yeah. better though, wasn't he? He was a lot better, but they definitely porked a few times. Oh, definitely. But they're not like still together. I know a lot of people would say Daenerys and Jon Snow, but not for me. Not for me. That's a little not too perfect. Me. It's a little too neat for me. Yeah. What about, um, Ned and Catelyn Stark? Uh, see, I thought she was, she was a little, uh. She didn't treat Jon Snow very well. And she didn't, she, and she didn't, and because of that, she didn't treat Ned very well. No. What about Robert Baratheon and, um, Cersei? <laughs> 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 I 
Ah, it was not great. That was uh, not great. No, not great. But I, I want to see who is it, uh, Brienne, and who, who's the, uh, the wildling oh, guy, Tor- Tormund Giantsbane. I want to see that happen. That'd be a good couple. Yep. Dude, you know what's funny is I was rewatching it the other week, and um, in season one, when they're like, "This is way before the red wedding," and they're talking about how. Hey, like the phrase will help us out, but Rob, you need to marry like one of the daughters. Like obviously that's like the big deal. Yeah. But that they set that up so early. And not only that, but part of the deal, which I completely forgot about, was that Arya was supposed to marry one of the Frey's sons. Ew. Like hilarious. Like no fucking way that's gonna happen. Yeah, no. But anyway, I laughed about that. So let's take it old school. Because I feel like I, again, we get yeah. there are so many good couples on on the small screen, Richard. Yes. Um, I'm gonna take it back to where it all began. For me, I I'm looking at the exact same one. Um, are, I hope you are. I think so. Um, there are two that come to mind. One comes with a story, the other one doesn't. So the one that doesn't come with a story is Zach Morris and Kelly Slater from Saved by the Bell. No, Kelly Kapowski. Did I say Kelly Slater? <laughs> I'm off my Kelly, game today. Kelly Slater Kelly is a famous Sl- surfer. <laughs> Kelly Slater also could have been. If she chose Slater, and in some episodes she is with Slater, but I never liked that. that. But Kelly Slater is a professional, is the greatest professional surfer of all time. <laughs> Kelly Kapowski, yes, from Saved the by answer. the Bell. Kelly and Zach, who ended up getting married, they had a whole special for it and everything. Played they by the- Tiffany Amber Thiessen, who is now yeah. just Tiffany Thiessen. I don't know why she got rid of the Amber. Yeah, she has like a cooking show now. She's something still. She is a stunner. Yep. So that was I can't believe I called her Kelly Slater. That's embarrassing. Well, it's like a Freudian slip because she was with, and I hated when she was with Slater. I always liked it when she was with Zach. And how are they still friends through that whole thing? It was really odd. It's odd how that happens so many times in shows. Like in, in 90210, they all go out with each other and they're all friends. Whereas, can you imagine doing that in real life? No. It doesn't work that way. No, it, it doesn't work it that way at all. It just doesn't. But Zach and Kelly, and then off the air, Zach and Lisa were like a real couple. Were they really? Yeah, and she's like fucking crazy now. Unfortunately, Lark Voorhees. But yeah, Zach and Lisa were together. So Zach and Kelly is definitely the best Saved by the Bell couple. Nine or two and O couples, people would probably lean towards uh, Dylan and Kelly. I also think Brandon and Kelly wasn't bad. Not bad. I was never a fan of Donna and David. I could really give two shits about. They were that. like the two people who like could they couldn't find a match for, so they just like forced them together. Yeah, you guys. Here you go. Fine. Like Ryan, this girl, what? her dad like owns this, like, like yeah. ran the show. He's like the showrunner, so fine. <laughs> yeah, fine. This is this is what's happening. Yeah. Did you have a favorite Dawson's Creek relationship? Uh, no, I actually am out on Dawson's Creek completely. Oh boy, because because there was all kinds of kind of you know year with her. so it's really there was they ended up adding a lot of characters, but there was two main dudes and two main girls, sure. and they all were they all went out with each other at different times. Yep, and you so, know I. I mean, Dawson and Joey is like the OG relationship. Right. But. And she was like the girl next door and he was the, you know, the pining filmmaker. Right. He really yeah. wanted to make film. He likes to stand in boats. He liked to stand in boats and make film. That's for you know sure. what it was? I, I'm going to. This is the worst reason for never watching that show. I hated that song. Oh, get over yourself. I hated it. I just, just I didn't like it. Skip it. Skip it. It's a good show. Is it's it good? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. What about Jason Stackhouse and Jessica from True Blood? All right, uh, next one. Next one. That's fine. I'll take it. Throw it right back. Because <laughs> wasn't she like, per- she was like the Kirsten Dunst, like she was like perpetually 15? Um, I, th- I want to say over 15. I think she was like 18 or 17. She was older than Kirsten Dunst was like 12 or some shit. Oh, yeah. She was super young in Interview with the Vampire. So... The other couple I was thinking of, the OG couple, is Winnie Cooper and Kevin Arnold yeah, from The Wonder Years. For sure. Um, and this, I said this one comes with a story where Richard <laughs> got into a shoving match with a younger student in our dormitory in high school. Well, okay. But to be fair, he deserved it. He, okay. Let's, the, let's let the listeners be the judge. All right. So this young man who uh, was difficult to deal with at times. Yes would constantly wear for no reason. Like we couldn't figure out why he was a Jets fan and he didn't know why he was a Jets fan. 
Yeah, he wore a Jets jacket all the time. He, he was wore from a Jets like jacket all the Vermont time. Vermont or New Hampshire or something. And he was from Vermont. And, he was Rich, from Vermont. and Richard was saying something to the effect of like, you just started calling him Winnie Cooper one day? <laughs> like, hey, where's right? Kevin Arnold? Is that Kevin yeah. Arnold's Jets jacket, Winnie Cooper? <laughs> Until the kid cried and like, I think he threw a punch at you. He did throw a punch at me. He, he was did. a little guy, so I didn't I didn't hit him back. But he no, threw but he a like punch hit at you me. in the rib or something. Like he didn't like hit you in the like. Well, face. he missed, and then he kept. He was like did like rabid punches, and then I ended up having to like put him in a headlock until somebody oh, yeah. could like get rid of him. Because I'm like he's still it hitting was me. me. It was yeah. You had to you had to physically remove <laughs> Winnie Cooper from the situation. Like oh, good punch, and I think you even said it. He threw a punch at you and missed. And he was like good swing, Winnie Cooper. <laughs> like you just kept doing it. Well, he was. I thought he was acting up for being. Oh, honest. he was. He was out of line. Yeah. He was out of line. Ryan, the ultimate question. Sure. Where do you stand on Jim and Pam from the office? <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think you can even split it up. I think there's a few seasons. I don't think seasons. you can. I thought they were. Listen. <sighs> if you look back on the whole series, I think overall they suck. But. Oh, yeah. I think there's a couple seasons early on, like the flirting back and forth. When I first started watching The Office, I liked it. And, I, and it's funny because a lot of shows, and I think they did this on Saved by the Bell. I think the guy who like who like was the director or like the showrunner or whatever for Saved mm-hmm. by the Bell said the same thing. He's like, everybody wanted to see Zach and Kelly together, but like they liked the chase or whatever. So once they were together, we had to break them up and then like get them back together. And like if they were just always together, it wouldn't be as good. And I think that was the same way with Jim and Pam. Well, here's what got me with Jim and Pam. Yeah. Is there's a window where that relationship is good to the viewer. Um, where they're I, in a very I, healthy relationship and it's yes, good. I liked it for a while. Okay. Here's where I have a problem. Pam is definitely out on Jim. Jim comes back. He's dating Karen. This happens in season three. And... There's this thing after the coal walk incident happens where Karen and Pam are having this conversation and it cuts to Karen and Karen played by Rashida Jones says, Pam is kind of a bitch. <laughs> and in that moment, I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, she's right. Yeah. Cause Karen has done nothing to Pam. And yet Pam is no. trying to sabotage that relationship. Right. Like pretty aggressively. Yeah. It works, right? And then like, oh, mm. yeah, Jim and Pam, because they're meant to be together, right? Mm. And there's like that window. And then like the last two seasons, I can't stand Pam. No, they're awful. And like once they have the kid together and everything, they are terrible. Like yeah. Pam and gets he's real like the bad. nicest guy. Jim's nice guy. He just wants to do that sports job. Not happening. And this has caused, on the Von D household, this has caused some uh, a, a, a little stress. argument. Some stress, Yeah. You know, a little Why? stress because I am out on late season Pam. Late season Pam stinks. I don't know what the argument for late season Pam is. I'm just saying the overall relationship, I think it's easy to get caught up in the last seasons and be like, ah, they suck. But in reality, early on, they were great. And you were you were interested to see what was going to happen. But like every TV show runs into that problem is once you put them together, you're like, all right, how do you keep this thing going? Yeah. And then they did that for a little while. So seasons four through seven. Yeah, it was fine. You know, Pam's kind of struggling in her job, becomes an office administrator. I don't want to get through the whole thing of, you know, the office, but like, like season three, Pam sucks. And late season Pam's late seasons, Pam sucks. What about better relationship? Michael and Holly. Absolutely. Michael and Holly is an an incredible relationship. Dwight and Angela is a better relationship. Yeah, it might be. Dwight and, uh, and, um, what's his name? Not. Um, Angela and uh, what Andy. the fuck's his name? Andy, not. Oh, not. <laughs> not great. <laughs> uh, what, about, what about Michael I'll and I'll even take Kelly Michael and Daryl. Sure. Ryan and sure. Kelly, I'm out on that. Ryan and Kelly pass. Yeah. Ryan and Kelly pass. Yeah, Jim and Pam, mixed mixed bag. If you're going, if you're going the best couple in a comedy, I think, is Elaine and Putty. That's a great relationship. They were hilarious together. Hilarious because they hated each other so much. But then they'd get right back together. The one where they're in the car dealership, the Saab dealership. 
Amazing. And Jerry's like, what do I have to do to get you in a relationship today? Yeah. <laughs> you have to go to one of Putty's softball games and not read a book. <laughs> like, that's awesome. They're so good together. And then when they're on the plane, this is one of the <laughs> best things ever. She's like, what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to sleep? No. Do you need like a magazine? No. <laughs> so what are you going to do? You're just going to sit there and stare? Yeah. <laughs> She's just so mad. Like he's completely content. He just he's wants fine. to sit in the chair. It at bothered the wall. her so much that he just wanted to sit and stare at the other seat in front of him. Uh, one of, one of my favorite comedy couples are, are Leslie Nope and Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec. That's a good couple. Uh, and to bring it back to Chris Pratt again, Andy Dwyer and um, April, mm. uh, April Ludgate from Parks yeah. and Rec is another amazing couple because yeah. it's, Chris, it's fat Chris Pratt who's awesome. That's true. And like fat dummy Chris Pratt is the best. That's true. So I like, I like Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. Okay. Add that to the list. Oh, Ryan, I have another uh, movie <laughs> one I meant to add. <laughs> I have a movie one. I was a big fan of Helen and Barry as portrayed by Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Phillippe from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Were you? And then they played, didn't they play brother and sister in Cruel Intentions? Mm, Yeah, well, like mm, stepbrother, stepsister. Okay. I like them a lot because she, that was, I loved that couple. And obviously they did not, you know, for lack of a better term, make it through the movie. They did not. Sarah Michelle Gellar is like your prom queen. Ryan Phillippe is like your star quarterback. It's really, it's, it's the great American story, Ryan. And th- let's bring it back two. to movie because I forgot one too, and I just yeah. thought of it because I watched the movie the other night. Um, and Nick and Nora from Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist with Kat oh, yeah, Dennings yeah. and Michael Sarah. Yep. You ever see that movie? Yeah, I have. That's not I bad. I like that one. That's not bad. Yeah, we've missed a bunch, so go ahead and email us. Go ahead and uh, email us. We did miss a bunch. It's an hour-long podcast. Ryan, I don't, I don't even know if we have time for video games. Do you want to just fire off a couple of video I'll games? I'll fire ones? off a couple for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of my favorite couples on screen, Isaac and Nicole from the Dead Space series, mm-hmm. where he's like on the ship and he's trying to find her. I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's not great. All right. Um, <laughs> Thank you. One of your favorites, uh, Dom and Maria from Gears of War. Yep. Good Remember stuff. Remember when Dom finally finds his wife in Gears of War 2? Pretty good. One of the good. toughest things to stomach in any video game ever. That was brutal. Yeah, that was intense. Um, and then, uh, let's see. I have all these Batman, written down. Um, Batman and Master Catwoman. Chief and Cortana. We'll call that a relationship. Okay. Right. Um, the two people, I forget. It's like Wander and it's like <laughs> the character's name is she's, she's asleep. And I think her name's Mono from Shadow mm. of the Colossus. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Um, and my favorite, Nathan and Elena from the Uncharted series are my, hands down, my favorite couple. Oh, good one. Yeah, good one. In, uh, from, from video games. So I'll just leave it at that. I, I know we're running out of time. There's so. more. I, Mario and the Princess. Mario and the, there's, is that really, yeah. he's looking for her the whole time. Did they ever, like, figure yeah, that out? Yeah, they never really, never really got there. Never really yeah. got there. Oh, I, one of the worst, one of the worst movie ones that we didn't, we, I mean, I know this is mostly best, but one of the worst that I just was thinking of is um, Young Anakin and Padme. Oh, that's terrible. That was rough stuff. That was, well, rough, she's like, that was Annie, a rough go. You've gotten yeah. so big. <laughs> like, uh, Gordon Freeman and Alex from Half-Life 2 is another one. There you go. That's a good one. And I know some people are going to kill me for like not mentioning any Final Fantasy couples, but sorry. Yeah. I think, and I said it before too, but Batman and Catwoman in like a lot of those Arkham games, like they're some of the stuff going oh, on yeah. there. And then even the Telltale series was really good. So, And what's the one um, from The Witcher? I, uh, uh Jennifer and fuck, why can't I? Uh, Geralt mm. from The Witcher. That's a good couple too. All right, there you go. There you go. Well, I won't get too dorky with it, but no, that's good. That's a good list. It's a good list. Let's get to the pick of the pod. Hit it. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Kick, receive, defend a goal, defer, whatever you want to do. I will kick. All right, I will receive. This one's actually a a weird one because normally when we do pick of the podcast, it is something that we highly encourage people to watch or read or play. And this one, I'm not really sure how I feel about it. That is a Netflix show called Russian Doll. Yes. Eight episodes. Each one is less than a half hour. So that's why, for the one hand, I recommend it. It doesn't take that long. It's so obviously you do the math. It's less than four hours all told. I <laughs> would like to talk to someone about it because I don't think I liked it, 
but I was also, I watched the whole thing and I wanted to see how it ended. I was kind of intrigued by it. I'd probably give it a three and a half or a four out of six, but it's, it's similar to like, like Bandersnatch or Bird Box where like I saw it, I didn't love it, but I'm like, I'm glad I watched it and I kind of want to like talk about it. All right. So, so basically, if you haven't seen it, and I, I, I don't know if you ever not, but Natasha Leone is the star of it, and it's basically like Happy Death Day, Groundhog Day type of thing. And so uh, my wife watched it and very much enjoyed it. Okay, interesting. So uh, maybe you can talk to her about it. I would love to. All right. What do you got? Um, what I have for you. Um, first of all, speaking of Natasha Leone, I had a wonderful moment the other night where I actually, on Netflix, they have all the American Pie movies are on there right now. Oh, nice. And I watched the original American Pie just because I had nothing to do, so I was like, fine. It was awesome. It's so good. It's so good because... I love it. Being our age, like, that movie came out in 99. Like, I was... I think I was turning seven... I was 17. I was turning 18. Mm-hmm. When that movie came out, it's um, the best. And it was it was incredible. It was incredible to put yourself in that that headspace again. Yeah, oh, and yeah. being like, because I was that guy. At, it's funny. My wife is like, she's looking at me, and she's like, she's looking at the four main guys, and she's like, <laughs> I could see you at different points of like the day being all four of those guys. Yeah, and your that brother is Stifler. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. that's exactly what it. That's exactly who I was. That's correct. Um, so that's I. Maybe I'd make that my pick of the pod. Go watch American Pie again. Good one. I mean, it's it really is great. Yeah, hard hard to beat it. They get they get a little bit worse each go. Actually, no, they go. It goes one, two, four, three, probably. If you're ranking them. Oh yeah, it goes so American Pie, American Pie two, American Wedding, then reunion. No, mm. is it wedding then reunion or reunion then wedding? No. Uh, reunion is, I think it's after the wedding. Here, let me look this up. Yeah, reunion's after the wedding, and so I would just in that order. Like better. They, one, two, three, four is the how I'd rank them. No, 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 no. One, two, four, three. You think reunion's better than wedding? Yeah, three didn't have like as many of the cast in it, and it just wasn't as good. I don't think. I could rewatch yeah, them. But then it got to the point where like anything with Eugene Levy in it is an American pie. Yeah, that's true. There, well, there's like a hundred movies, but there's really there's four. Like yeah. we only really. Categories four. four that are canon. Yeah, four is correct. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode. You guys can rate, review, and subscribe. We appreciate that on the iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at Dork Podcast. Uh, we've had some YouTube videos pop up, so go to youtube.com slash Dork Podcast, and you can subscribe there. We have a uh, Aladdin breakdown. We have a uh, Endgame uh, trailer breakdown and, and other crap up there. Uh, you can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. As for the Twitch, you can hit up Davey. At Arvon D. Yes. We'll be getting, we'll be getting out there. We'll be twitching again soon. We'll be twitching. We'll be twitching. Arvon D for the Twitch and the Twitter for Davey. Uh, next week might be an open week, Ryan. We might open have, week. Uh, free play. We might, have, we might have a free play next week, so we'll kick around some ideas. And don't forget, our live show is coming to Idle Hands in Malden. On April 7th, it is a Sunday, 3 o'clock. We're going to break down Avengers Endgame. We will also be joined by Mac and Goo, and we are very much looking forward to that podcast. We've got a bunch of time between now and then. Uh, Another perfect episode, Ryan. Nailed it.